You are listening to Herbal Marie, a podcast about herbs and home remedies to heal yourself. All advice shall be considered suggestions. Please research all herbs before using and discover ways to feel better and be well. Thank you for joining Herbal Marie on this herbal adventure. Together, we are exploring each card of the Herbal Tarot deck by Michael Tierra and Candace Canton. As stated in their wonderful book, The Spirit of Herbs, the Herbal Tarot is a useful introduction to the art of herbalism as well as to the mysticism of the tarot. The symbolism of these beautiful cards offers us understanding on so many levels about the healing messages of our plant friends and how these plant beings can be teachers and healers of body, mind, and spirit. The tarot helps us to see the greater truths and guidance that dwells within our own heart space that we can call upon for greater balance, helping us take responsibility for our own lives and creations. Through its symbols, our own inner knowing and understanding are revealed. Today, we are going to focus on one card of the herbal tarot and its featured herb. We will talk about its spiritual and medicinal properties, the dose and preparation. We'll talk about the key words and meaning of the card, along with its herbal allies. Then we will end the podcast with an affirmation. An affirmation is a vibrational prayer said over and over again each day so that a more positive and healing energy can be manifested for body, mind, and spirit. So are you ready to explore and expand? Great. Let's connect with the herbal tarot. Today we are talking about the tarot card, Seven of Cups. The featured herb that we are going to get to know better is Juniper Berries. Hey everyone, (laughs) welcome back to our journey with the Herbal Tarot. I am your host, Sadie Marie Cherico, and it's been a few months, almost a year, since we've hung out with these tarot cards. Uh, We left off with the Six of Cups, which was all about satisfying relationships and being happy and seeing the best in others. (laughs) How's that going for you? Anyways, today we're picking up with the Seven of Cups, which is pretty awesome, actually. This is one of my favorite cards. I'm looking at sort of a cloud scene, like up in the clouds, there's seven golden cups, and each cup has something different to offer. Our herb that we're going to get to know more about is juniper berries. There's a sprig of juniper above the clouds with berries on it, and right underneath we have our first chalice we have a chalice with a blue dragon 
I know all you Harry Potter-ers are going to get excited about that, but maybe that dragon isn't such a gift. There's a couple of these gifts that are like, mm, I don't know, there's a joker face and a snake and yeah, a dragon. Could be good, could be not. There's a heart in one of them. There's a castle in another, a wreath, uh, maybe symbolizing peace. Uh, we've got a cup full of gems and jewelry and treasures. So yeah, I mean, it's just all in the way you look at it because I could look at that mask in the one cup and see a joker face and think, oh, entertainment. Or you could look at it another way and see it as maybe someone mm, putting on false, false faces for you. I don't know. Just depends on your interpretation. But yeah, there's this is a great card um, to restart after taking such a long break because it's like, yeah, we've got all these choices. What do we do? What do we do today? Do we pick up an old podcast? Do we try to breathe some new life into it? And where are all those old episodes, you might be wondering? Well, if you go to anchor.fm forward slash herbal Marie, you can access all of the episodes by gaining a subscription to the podcast. So there, there they are waiting for you. Or if you really do have good patience, eventually they will be available on my YouTube channel, Sadie Marie Cherico. So the Seven of Cups, all these cups in the sky, and we can't help but wonder why. So let me tell you what I learned in my research about the Seven of Cups. So what I learned in my research about the Seven of Cups is that there are a lot of options with this card you could be on a spiritual journey and you're exploring your spiritual side or any side of you there are definitely lots of options with the seven of cups with illusion still being one of them so seven of cups gets you to think about things maybe not really take action yet it depends although sometimes it's like hey get out of the idea phase and choose so when this card comes up in your reading and it's upright, it might symbolize opportunities, choices, wishful thinking, could definitely be indicating illusion and fantasy, indecision, daydreaming, searching for purpose. Upright Seven of Cups might be saying, hey, figure out what your dreams are. Go ahead and daydream a little bit. Why don't you figure out what it actually is that you want so that you can make them come true. Reverse Seven of Cups might indicate personal values or your alignment. Of course, definitely it could indicate being totally overwhelmed by choices or having a lack of purpose, confusion, distractions, disarray, or clarity, or making choices. Or just, hey, it's time to start doing the work for your dreams. So are you confused much? Well, there you have it. That's the Seven of Cups. Well, it definitely does make sense for the Seven of Cups to have a lot of options, even with its interpretations. But yeah, it's a little confusing because whether it's upright or reversed, it totally could, you know, indicate indecision and a little bit of confusion as you're searching for your purpose. So I'm excited to jump into the Spirit of Herbs by Michael Tierra and Candace Canton and see what their spin 
is on it from an herbal perspective with juniper berries and Venus and Scorpio. So on page 116 in their book, it says all things are possible. Yeah, all things are possible. But like, what is it that we're going to be focusing on? A key idea of this card is self-love which arises from the power gained from the awareness of self-confidence. So that's pretty cool because, you know, that's not a typical interpretation of this card, um, but you're, it's true. Once you have that self-love and that self-worth and that awareness of self-confidence, then you can kind of make better choices and you can hone in on what it is that you actually want for you, not just what society wants or, you know. So possibly one may indulge in self-aggrandizement, the inclination to consider oneself superior to others. In any case, at this stage, we recognize the inner state of our being reflected in the outer world. With this recognition, we may choose the path of adeptship as we seek to understand what is being reflected back to us from others, or we can become emotionally stagnant, overindulgent in pleasures or vices, or caught in our illusions of how things are supposed to be. So yeah, this dreamy state of these cups floating in the cloud with all these options and treasures and maybe adventures and just things that we think we want. Oh, hey, that's shiny. I want it. We can get caught in our own illusions or we can just totally be overdoing it, overdoing it or become emotionally stagnant. That's kind of interesting. So I knew that the herbal tarot would bring in some more depth to this card uh absolutely and is and oh are we going to go deep we're going deeper because the seven cups arranged in an upward spiral on this card symbolize the seven chakras so the science of yoga assigns a specific power or energy to each of these centers yeah your chakras your chakra centers with the awakening of these powers comes a sense of one's true purpose. So in a, a normal, in a normal tarot deck, the seven of cups, that snake just might represent something you don't actually want, but the herbal tarot has put it on this card to represent the seat of Kundalini or life energy. So it's representing the first chakra. So as we look at the card, we've got the snake. That's the first chakra. We go up to the second chakra and see the smiling mask. That's the emotional center. The jewels are the center of energy and power. That's the third chakra. The fourth chakra is the red castle uh, because that is the house where the soul resides. The bay leaf wreath is the orator's headdress and the ability to communicate thoughts. So that will be your fifth chakra. Um, then after that, we go up to the heart bridges, the path of the mind with the heart, 
path, the sixth chakra and the blue dragon is the releasing of the self to the divine expression of life, the seventh chakra. So that is really awesome. I'm so glad even a, almost a year-ish later, I'm still not preparing for these podcasts and I can still be pleasantly surprised when reading from the guidebook. So I, once again, just personally, I think this is the perfect card for me to just pick up, pick back my life up <laughs> um, and be at a place where there are a lot of options and um, definitely a lot of chakra clearing. You know, it's like, just like we are journeying through the tarot, we are journeying up the spiral of life through our chakras, through our journey of ascension, through the awakening process, however it might look for you. And it's not going to look the same for everybody because, hello, Seven of Cups, you got a lot of different options. You got a lot of different choices. Um, and yeah, you can pick it and choose it however you want. You can still fall into illusions and ego gratifications if that's what you want. You can daydream and think about things for as long as you want until you're ready to take action. But yeah, once you're ready, everything's lined up, your desk is cleared off, you're going to do it. You're going to be ready. But do the inner work. I think that's what the seven, this Seven of Cups is definitely saying. Do the inner work because your inner state of being is going to reflect itself in the outer world, in your life, in your relationships, and in all your experiences. Yeah. All right, you guys. This is pretty fun. Um, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, hear about juniper berries, and yeah, how that works into the Seven of Cups. All right, so let's dive deeper and learn more about the spiritual and medicinal properties of juniper berries. Now, the other berries that you could use in place of juniper berries or the herbal allies would be buchu leaves, cornice berries, or cedar berries. Now, uh, what's probably coming to the surface of your nerdy na 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 brain is that juniper is a diuretic. So it removes excess water from the system. So it will be no surprise to you, perhaps, that the spiritual properties of juniper berries is that they are said to purify the aura. The aura, you know, that energy around you, your aura, and to protect from negative thought forms and influences. So as each of the chakra centers becomes more open, and more invigorated, juniper berries will help channel the energy toward the highest good for the self and others. For the all, right? So fantasies and unreal expectations and actual needs will be clarified. So yeah, that could help you just figure out like, wait, what is it that I actually want? Like I'm fantasizing about this, but what do I actually need to do or want to do? Is this in my highest good? Is this in the highest good of all? So juniper berries could maybe um, help with that. I mean, I'm trying to reflect back real quick in my mind now, like what ex personal experience I've had with juniper. And I feel like I put it in a potpourri one time. Um, but yeah, it is a diuretic. 
Um, it removes the excess water from the system and also other medicinal properties is that it's also used as a carminative to aid digestion and assimilation. It has a decidedly spicy and warm energy that aids in appreciation and assimilation of food. It is generally considered useful for non-inflammatory, non-inflammatory, <laughs> Sadie, urinary disorders, so the urinary tract, and has been used with considerable success for general urinary infections. It is useful along with golden seal, that's a pretty bitter herb, golden seal, to help regulate blood sugar levels and as a treatment for diabetes. So it like teams up with golden seal, juniper berries and golden seal to help blood sugar levels. Very interesting. Now, it should be noted that in, in the spirit of herbs, in capital letters, very boldly, it says juniper berries are contradicted during pregnancy. Like big old, like, hello, do you hear me? <laughs> not when you're pregnant. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely not. Everyone's like, yeah, not me neither. <laughs> but if you are, mama, it's a no-no. So juniper, juniper berries have a wonderful pine fragrance. So yeah, I definitely remember using it ugh, so long ago, but I definitely had some. Um, wonderful pine. It can be used in aromatherapy to reinforce the positive lessons of this card. So we breathe it in, we breathe in the aroma. They will bring clarity to thoughts and purify the aura. Now, the another way you could use this is the berries can be carried in a pouch or worn near the chakra that you wish to strengthen. So <clears throat> it might be a very long necklace if you want to <laughs> purify your second chakra, but you could put it in your pocket. You could wear a necklace over the chakra, wear it, wear it, wear it tight if you are wanting juniper to help you clear your throat chakra <clears throat> and speak and communicate clearly. So the essence can be taken three times per day. Medicinally, one tablespoon of the crushed berries are steeped in a covered cup of boiling water for 20 minutes or until cool enough to drink. So you could take a cup or two, uh, two or three times a day. One cup, two or three times a day. Now this says do not boil the berries or their volatile oils will dissipate. So that aromatherapy goodness, you don't want to boil the berries. Um, so you just pour that hot water over the berries and then cover it so that the volatile oils will stay in your mug. The tincture can be taken as a carminative to prevent and eliminate gas and bloating. Once again, so timely for me. <laughs> like, 
sometimes I am thinking now maybe I will have to try this out because every once in a while I do just swell up like a little balloon and the juniper berries would definitely help with that gas and bloating. It's also used in treating urinary disorders. Juniper berries may be taken in combination with other herbs that deal with the urinary and kidney system. So it's a good combo herb like we just were talking about it being used in conjunction with golden seal for blood sugar levels and diabetes. You can use it with other herbs that specifically target the urinary and kidney system. So it, it likes to hang out with other herbal allies. So yeah, that's juniper berries, purifying the aura, protecting you from negative thought forms and influences, help protecting those chakras as they open up, um, maybe a specific energy center within you needs to be clarified. Juniper can help with that. And at the same time, removing excess water from the system being used to help your belly stay happy and digest its food and appreciate its food and assimilate and not get so stinking gassy. So anyways, that's juniper berries in a nutshell. So as we wrap it up here, we'll just review that the key words for the seven of cups is possibilities, realizations of inner powers and capacities, like all things are possible. So all those things that you've been fantasizing about truly, it is possible. Now, of course, the seven of cups is always going to just Give us a little warning to watch out for overindulgence, you know, but at this point in your life, you've probably learned that the hard way. Uh, so you're learning your lessons. And now I think it's a great idea to use the seven of cups and juniper berries to explore your spiritual side. As we end our hangout today with the affirmation, I recognize myself as I am reflected in the outer world, because if it's gonna manifest outside of you, it must first exist inside of you. Take a deep breath. I recognize myself as I am reflected in the outer world. I recognize myself as I am reflected in the outer world. I recognize myself as I am reflected in the outer world world. And so it is. Thanks again for joining me on this herbal tarot adventure. And much love and many thanks to Michael Tierra and Candace Canton for creating these beautiful cards. You can definitely enhance your fun by owning your own copy of the herbal tarot and its book the spirit of herbs and you can purchase the deck 
the whole set, the book and the deck, directly from the East-West School of Planetary Herbology by visiting them at planetherbs.com. That's planetherbs.com. And I'll see you again next time. Thank you.